the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. <laughs> is it hump day i was expecting to hear that it was friday eve Thank Jesus. <laughs> but it's not um got a great lineup for you guys tonight in fact you're going to want to stick around whether you live in san diego or not because there's a breaking news story in san diego today that is reminding me of the greatest tv show in the history of america no doubt. No, uh, it's not debatable. So I don't want to hear this man pipe up on this. But there's a story out of San Diego. Let me tell you all that I'm going to give you all a hint. Even if you're not living in San Diego, you all need to stay tuned because this story is reminding me of Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. Who remembers who Walter White and Jesse Pinkman are? <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for this story. I'm already cracking up, but I've got other things I've got to, to other stories I've got to get to before that. Who, who, uh, I asked if you remembered who Jesse Pinkman and Walter White was. Here's another name to throw out at y'all. Who remembers the name E. Jean Carroll? E. Jean Carroll. Do, 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 do. Is that the theme of Jeopardy? E. Jean Carroll. This is a woman who alleged began alleging back in 2019 that Donald J. Trump attacked her in a dressing room. And I don't typically like the kind of comments that he made about her. But in this case, I agree. She ain't his type. But she took the stand today. I, I'm having a hard time envisioning that Donald Trump uh, attacked her in a dressing room in Bergdorf Goodman. But she took the stand today. Everybody has a right to be heard, I guess. And um, I'm wondering who believes her. She took the stand today and said, basically, my name is E. Jean Carroll, kind of like you would hear at Alcoholics Anonymous, right? My name is so-and-so, and I'm alcoholic. She introduced herself and her identity as, I'm E. Jean Carroll, and Donald Trump raped me. I'm not even seeing that. I mean, you would think that the former a, a, a rape trial of a former president of the United States would be the top story on the news, but here's how little... She's believed, and I want to. And I've got Tom DeBacaro is going to come on with us in a few moments to discuss this case, as well as the fact that Disney has decided to sue DeSantis. Um, I'm not seeing this story on any of the monitors that my man set up for me, but I feel like we got to talk about it because it is incredibly important because it is a part of a larger pattern that we will talk about with Tom DeBacaro. Uh, 
attorney, former senatorial candidate, Fox News contributor, and more. He will be here at the bottom half of the hour. We've got Dane Wigington is going to be back by popular demand. My listeners are like, you need to have him on more often. We need to hear and have him on for longer segments so that we can really get our wrap our heads around geoengineering. So he's going to be here. And then we've got a whole second hour, including the financial thought doctor to be here to help you understand what's going on with this House Republican bill, the House GOP passed a bill that has to do with the debt ceiling and we're going to break that down with a financial thought doctor next hour before i go any further got to bring in my brother it's dj potato skins unanimous potato that's the rare unanimous potato dj potato skins right let's it's time to move on and the answer to your question the tv show is 24 okay have a great day let's go no, no, no. I don't want to start opening up the phones to debate Breaking Bad versus 24, but if I have to, I will. Because I do won't. What you got to do, girl. I won't because there's really no contest. Okay, right, so we need we need to move on. Speaking of contests, the biggest contest I think, at least for the Republican Party, maybe even for this nation, is the 2024 contest. We know the Democrats are basically saying um, there's no there's nobody running against Joe Biden. Why would we have debates? <laughs> um, and some people are saying maybe the Republican Party needs to take that tact. Uh, I disagree. I think that that is not the way this country should be run. And just because the Democrats aren't going to have debates doesn't mean that the Republican Party shouldn't. What do you guys think? 888-344-1170. By the way, do you believe E. Jean Carroll? 888-344-1170. So on the heels of Ron DeSantis not yet declaring he's president and on the heels of Joe Biden declaring he's president or running for president in 2024, um, Donald Trump released his first campaign ad today, and it was not against Joe Biden, who's the sitting president of the United States and who's declared he's going to run again, but it was against somebody who has not even declared he's running, even though we know DeSantis is going to run. And in the ad, he basically just, it was all about how Ron DeSantis was ungrateful and how he helped DeSantis win. And I post the, the question on the socials today. Do you think that was a good move of him to do that? Because I, I I get loyalty, but only to a certain extent. I don't think our U.S. Constitution, our system of governance is based on loyalty. We don't we're not subjects. Our elected officials are just that they're employees. So I don't think that anybody has earned any position simply because they held it before. I don't believe in that kind of loyalty. I think if I help somebody get a job, don't I I don't help people so that they owe me something. And that's that's one of the concerns that I had with that ad. Uh, I, I feel like. I feel like you need to make your case for why you're the right right person for the job. And the fact that you help somebody else get a job is it shows great character that you've got, but it's not a reason for you to get the job. And it's not a reason for somebody else to not get the job. Here's a clip I want to play. And Donald Trump was not really featured in that ad. Here's when Skins found this clip for me today. I thought this is what he should be running. Play the clip, please. You could take the five worst presidents in American history and put them together, and they would not have done the damage Joe Biden has done to our nation in just a few short years, not even close. Thanks to Joe Biden's socialist spending calamity, American families are being decimated by the worst inflation in half a century. 
Banks are failing, our currency is crashing, and the dollar will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat in over 200 years. Real wages have been falling 24 months in a row. In other words, under Biden, workers have gotten a pay cut each and every month for two straight years. We have surrendered our energy independence, just like we surrendered in Afghanistan, mm -hmm. which we had just a short time ago. And the price of gasoline just hit a five-month high, and it's going much higher than that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you would you would not use that exact, exact clip. But we need to be hitting at the Democrats. This infighting between Trump and DeSantis needs to end, in particular because, uh, you know, the DeSantis supporters and defenders, some of which have legitimate concerns about Trump and believe in DeSantis, it's legitimate. It's not just because they're jumping ship and they want to now attach themselves to somebody who they think's got a longer future. Um, uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump, Unless something crazy happens, we'll be the Republican nominee. So what is Juan DeSantis gaining here with this? Nothing. The only people that we're hurting here is not the Democrats. It's the Republican Party. And in the meantime, we've got a machine to put together. We've got a ground game we've got to get together. Because what was missing from that Trump ad was the progress that the Democrat Party and the uniparty system has made in the destruction of this mirror, uh, of this country. And not just through the economic policies that Donald Trump laid out there, but culturally as well. You hit the nail right on the head, Andrea. And Charlie Kirk was saying last night, we should go into, and he was spot on, we should go into the 2024 election assuming we are going to lose. And unless we put together a machine like the Democrats do, we ain't going to win. Right. So this whole thing of Tr Donald Trump can't win the general, DeSantis can, and I've been saying and tweeting out that is, but you you are basing that on the idea that it's it's free and fair elections, everybody's got equal ground game, and that American voters are voting on who's got the best ideas, and there's not any kind of of chicanery and shenanigans and theft and fraud and stuff happening at the ballot box. And and by the way, if DeSantis, even if DeSantis had a shot at the primary, he him dragging this out because he doesn't want to resign from gov he doesn't want to resign from his governorship it just says everything that you need to know about him he cannot possibly be better at having a plan and being able to execute a plan against the deep state while still being the governor of florida he either needs to throw his hat in or say he's not running. Yes. He either needs to resign from the governorship, regardless of what the law is in Florida, and dedicate 100% of his time to, to this campaign, and not just the campaign, but the machine. Not just a machine on the ground, but the machine if, 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 that he's going to take with him. Because if he's not going to take a team of outsiders with him, then don't be telling me all day long that Trump had four years to drain the deep state and he didn't, and the people he nominated and put in office were, were supportive of the deep state because... Because if Ron DeSantis is not going to resign as governor and then dedicate 100% or 150% of every day towards not just the campaign, but putting together a team to go in there to route out the deep state, then don't be telling me that he's going to be any better than Donald Trump, who has been a victim of the deep state far deeper than he ever realized was going to take place in the first year when he was making bad personnel decisions. And unless you've been on the receiving end of it, you can't possibly understand what it's like. And not to mention the fact that Ron DeSantis did nothing to push back against it in his own state as it was as that jackboot of tyranny was coming down on Donald Trump's neck. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Tom DeBacaro. I want him to weigh in 
on some crazy stuff happening in this E. Jean Carroll story. How is it that this she took the stand today, but the judge testified in a sense against Trump today? We're going to talk to Tom DeBacaro about that, as well as the Disney lawsuit against Governor DeSantis. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, joining me in a moment is Tom DeVicaro, um, the guy who should have, who clearly beat Kamala Harris in a senatorial debate, but for the crazy jungle primary, would have been in the Senate. Instead, I'm, I'm glad to call him my friend, as well as somebody who's a brilliant political pundit and commentator and book author. And no doubt uh, he, there's better plans for Tom ahead than just being in the Senate. We, he, he can do better use for us, quite frankly, in some ways, I think, than the Senate. And he's also available to come on my show. And so I'm glad to have you back with me, my dear friend hey great to be on thanks for having me okay uh, that doesn't sound very enthusiastic <laughs> should i be jumping up now yes okay that's better i gave you a great intro all right okay so there's two cases i want to talk to you about today i reached out to tom today because i and i have not been following this e Jean carroll case okay i knew back in 2019 that she claimed that trump dragged her into a dressing room in bergdorf goodman and he has and i and, and i and sorry it, it, ladies but it made me giggle that he referred to her as a whack job and said she wasn't his type <laughs> because um, because I mean how are you supposed to respond to somebody who makes this kind of allegation right and um, so fast forward this case has made it to trial and she took the stand today I have not been paying attention to this trial um, but I know how hard it can be for actual rape victims to get a case brought before a jury because we are supposed to be and still unless you're a, a, a Democrat it's supposed to be innocent until proving guilty uh if you're a democrat no i guess i meant that as the reverse if you're a republican you're guilty until proven innocent um and then i see that the judge basically blasted trump for social media comments that he made i'll get to those in a moment but before i get to those i asked tom debacaro to help us understand whether or not it was illegal for somebody to post social media on social media if they're a defendant tom the answer is basically no the first amendment still applies now during the a case a judge while he's in panel the jury and people um, perhaps don't know this but sadly i've been an attorney for 35 years and i've prosecuted and defended sexual harassment cases in that period of time. Um, a ju- if a jury has been in panel, the judge wants the process to go forward without undue influence and the spoiling of that process. So it's not infrequent for a judge to tell the parties to a ca- case that um, he doesn't want them speaking publicly or to curtail their comments, they still have, they have a right to do it. What could happen is that at some point the judge could issue a gag order to prevent the uh, case from being 
taken sideways and the jurors being uh, influenced by those external manners. Yeah, matters. but the jury's not supposed to be reading anything. They're not supposed to be on social oh, media. Really? Uh, really? They're not supposed to be. So yeah, how could he be? How could he be? Uh, how could there be undue influence? I should have been rich by now. Uh, well, maybe I am. Who knows? Mm. You Very do. You do travel to Italy all the time, so we have our suspicions. I, uh, I, I am going to Italy. Thank you very much. Not in the not too distant, but the reality is the judges are are not uh, blind to reality. You're talking the media capital of the world, which uh, is we can talk about the pros and cons in this case. So it's not surprising to me that a judge would say. I want the parties to this case to watch their comments. And it's a judge on his own uh, motion can issue a gag order if he feels that there it is infecting the trial. Well, I like I said, I don't know how he, he if they're following his instructions and they're not paying attention to social media. And this came up in the Amber Heard Johnny Depp case as well as I believe the Gwyneth Paltrow case more more as well as in the Murdoch in, in the Murdoch uh, murder trial which I watched every day of. Here's what the judge told. Here's what he what Trump tweeted out. They got caught lying. The Miss Bergdorf uh, Goodman case is financed by a big political donor that they tried to hide. Does anybody what buddy believe that I would would take a then almost 60 year old woman that I didn't know. <laughs> I love that part from the front. And by the way, looking at pictures of her, Donald J. Trump, the Donald, who is who has been a household name for decades. He's absolutely right. He says, you know, I, that I would take uh, someone that I didn't know from the front door of a very crowded department store with me being very well known to put it mildly into a tiny dressing room. And she didn't scream. There are no witnesses. Nobody saw this. She never made a police complaint. If I was seen there with a woman, there would have been a lot of press. This is a scam. Why? You know, to me, that that's a reasonable argument. And I think the judge didn't like it because it was a reasonable argument and begs the question how she was able to even get this uh, this this supposedly back from the 90s how she was even able to get this prosecuted how charges were even then he also said and she was caught lying because she had said that she um, had nobody backing her and that was a lie she had a big Democrat uh, donor backing her he also went on in to say um, it, it, that her lawyer is a political operative financed by a big political donor that they said didn't exist, only to get caught lying about it. Just look at her CNN interview before and after the commercial break, like a different person. She said there was a dress using the old Monica Lewinsky quote stuff, then she didn't want to produce it. The dress should be uh, allowed to be part of the case. This is a fraudulent and false story. It's a witch hunt. I think everything he said, any defendant should be allowed to say and vigorously defend themselves all day long and say whatever the heck they want to say all day long in order in 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 the course of their own defense because we're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty in this country she's got the burden of proof how has she been allowed to run around and run her mouth in my opinion and make allegations that she can't back up that she didn't file a police report she has no evidence of it yeah there is no physical evidence she claimed the dress but that uh but she didn't produce it in time didn't let it be investigated uh the other side, Trump in this case side, to take a look at it. But it's not that Trump won't be able to say all things, these things at, in, at trial. And she will. Uh, and she did say things. Uh, and look, here's the risk for Trump. 
The risk for Trump is this happening in New York. The risk for Trump is that New York judges are way different than, I don't know, Missouri judges or Montana judges or Alabama or Florida or even some Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals judges. These are all risks. The other risk, significant risk that Trump faces is that in that jurisdiction and others, they permit other women who have made allegations to testify and say he did something similar. Oh, they even let in, he even let in the Billy Bush tape as evidence. I was just getting to that. There is that. So, which, you know, I've never had a case uh, on (laughs) sexual harassment where we could just bring in a, a parade of people saying, this is the pattern and practice of someone. Now, on her downside, uh, they should be able to Besides get her looks, that she, and nobody would be. <laughs> on her downside <laughs> is they should be able to get in the fact that she lied yeah. related to to funding, and that per, because that comes in under a, a motive well, for look, her doing right. this as opposed secondary gain. We call it meaning something a gain other than. The, what's actually at issue. But is, is this part of attempts to get after Trump? I mean, yes. come on. Yeah. Of course it is. And to answer your question, Sam, uh, New York made a special law that lasted for 365 days that said that people that uh, were hurt it long ago can now file a claim for 365 days. They I'm sure that had nothing at all to do with Trump. That had, I, I'm sure it didn't. <laughs> right, but, but it's a trial lawyer's dream to, to drag now, up all of these things. And you're right. There's no contemporary evidence, although she claims that there are two people she told at the time just like just like christine blasey ford see what we've got going on here is we've got a similar playbook in a sense and 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 i see this as part of a pattern and that and i was screaming at the time and i was really angry at mcconnell and others because this was not just about the supreme court you talk about a secondary benefit what was going on as a part of that was not just to try to take down kavanaugh but it was also to establish a narrative and change the culture of men being considered guilty until proven innocent Republican men, uh, by the way, and this is an extension. They did this this to Bork. Oh, they They Bork. That's right. This is Borking. Yeah. Judge Thomas. So, yeah, this criminalization is I really you can go to political vanguard and and get my uh, thing about Alvin Bragg. This is their this is their new escalation. And if Republicans don't stand up to it in many ways, meaning exposing it in the media and otherwise, uh, this is this is a very dangerous yep. thing that they can get local DAs. Remember Rick Scott in 2015, not Rick Scott, uh, um, Governor Perry, Rick Perry out yeah. of Texas was indicted in t- when he was trying to run for president. That was eventually thrown out, but it had the effect. And let me ask you this real quick before I excuse me for for cutting off. I've got Dang Wigington coming up in a minute. Um, let me also clarify that this is not a cr- in criminal court, is it? This is in civil court. No, it's a civil court. And so there's a pro- the and it's effect. so that. Well, but my question is, there's a lower bar in terms of burden of proof. Well, so, yes. Like in California, you only need 
not it's a preponderance of an evidence of the evidence, meaning more likely than not. And if it was here in California, you only need to get nine out of 12. Criminal is nine, nothing. And you have to do it by uh, beyond reasonable doubt. Yes. So this is just all a little too-too. It's all a part of the plan. In 30 seconds, Disney has sued. Quick question for you. Disney has sued Governor Ron DeSantis. I can't find anything that, that to, to determine whether he's being sued individually or in his official capacity. What well, would- it's his official capacity. Okay. And quite honestly, he has been a little too verbal about his reasons. Governors should... Uh, when they do something, they're given essentially a they have discretion. But if your discretion violates the First Amendment, and that's what Disney's claiming. Uh, and political retaliation. Of, yes. So they have a colorable argument, much more than the one we just discussed. And Rick Scott, honestly, I think he's gotten out in front of his skis on this. And I don't understand what the hell they were thinking. Uh, DeSantis, by the way, but you're you're. What did I say, Rick Scott? You, oh, again you got, with the Rick you Scott. You got Rick Scott on your mind, man, and I'm glad to put that. I, we need him in our rearview mirror. <laughs> All, right. All right, my dear. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you. All right, take care. All right, bye. All right, now uh, we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. We're going to bring in Dane Wigington, back by popular demand, to tell you the latest on what you need to know on geoengineering and the weather. Stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I know we promised you Dane uh, Wigington. Usually he's right ready for us. Hopefully he's not been sucked up into a tornado somewhere (laughs) out there watching the weather. (laughs) That would be terrible. Um, have you ever seen a tornado? I've seen tornadoes in real life. Let me tell you, I, they freak me out. I've been traumatized. Really, really small ones. Nothing to be alarmed about, but yeah. Um, and growing up in the South where there's tornado sirens and warnings, you know the, the difference in the sound when it's um, you're on tornado watch or there's a warning because one's been seen in the area. And it's really scary. I know, I, I grew up knowing what the clouds were going to look like as it was getting more likely to form and seeing them drop. And it's just my, it's been just ongoing. I think I told you guys that that's something that became such a theme of trauma and fear in my life that my sister, the Martha Stewart of the family made a Christmas stocking um, with a, with a tornado on it and me kicking a break. I broke a lamp one time uh, jumping over an end table (laughs) Over after hearing the tornado warning. So anyway, um, I, I, I'm certainly not making light of tornadoes because they have been a lifelong fear of mine, having um, experienced them and the wake of them and knowing people who've lost everything as a result. Um, so hopefully we will connect with Dane. And if not tonight, we'll get him back on soon because we know you guys want to hear from him. Okay, I tell you who nobody wants to hear from is Nikki Haley. 
Look, I, 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 I have been on record. I'm still back and forth on the debates and whether or not we should take Charlie Kirk's advice, have no debates as a Republican Party, realize that Donald Trump's going to be the inevitable nominee. I originally wanted the debates because he um, is a human being and we all make mistakes on our job. And it's really important that you learn from your mistakes. And I feel like one of the mistakes that he's making right now is he's not running his campaign like he did in 2016. Not even close. And he needs to get back to being that person. Do you think he realizes that somehow? No, I think that I'm not going to say that he got sucked in and is a swamp dweller, but I think that there's something about spending that time in the swamp where you are forced to bump up against Democrats and uniparty people. And you have to work with them, even though you know they're your enemy, you know they're trying to destroy this country, and it makes it hard to deal with them. And I feel like he's, when he came down those escalators, he was truly an outsider. And he was talking about both parties being this, and both parties getting, China was eating their lunch on both parties, and both parties were stupid and have been stupid. When was the last time he bashed the Republican Party as being stupid? Did he come out today? Did he come out today and bash the stupid GOP deal that we're going to talk about next hour? No. When was the last time he came out and and talked about the border? He came down the escalators in 2015 talking about how we need to seal the border. And you know what? He's got a legitimate argument that he didn't get everything that he wanted done on the border because of the establishment Republicans. And he should be busting them on that. He's got a lot of great things he can he can run on with his record. And actually, if he would admit mistakes he's made, it would strengthen him going into 2024. Knowing Trump, though, I think and he's wrong, but I, I think he thinks by doing that, that it makes him look weak. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It would strengthen him because it would it, because one of the things that people love so much about him was his authenticity. When the Billy Bush tape came out, he said, look, I'm not perfect. I've said stupid stuff over the years. Say, admit that you've done stupid stuff. Admit that you've made mistakes. And, I, and I'm and i hearing that he's, he's ad- making those admissions privately, but he needs to do it publicly. Um, before I get into that, what I was saying nobody wants to hear from is Nikki Haley. Um, uh, you know, if, if we're going to have debates, uh, let's have it between actual real contenders. Instead of somebody calling for Trump to drop out, the Asa Hutchinsons, the Rebecca Ramaswamis, the Mike Nikki Pence. Haley's, the Mike Pence's, all of them don't have a chance. And all they're doing is trying to suck the spotlight away from the way those that do so that they can get book deals and line their coffers or get a big spot in the the administration that's coming up. Or uh, like in the case of Nikki Haley, I think she's auditioning for VP. And her comments that she made about Disney today uh, just had her being completely skewered. It was such... An example of why I have been never Nikki Haley from the beginning. I did not want her as um, even at the UN. I didn't want her rewarded for the fact that she is the OG of wokeism. What she said today about Disney was basically that um, that I can't, I can't, I can't, to paraphrase it, I would like to try to quote her, and I didn't pull the clip, um, but basically, she's talking about Disney, and she basically ends up saying, hey, Disney, um, we, you know, South Carolina isn't, is never been woke, um, and but we welcome you and your 70,000 employees, and it was such a confused 
dumb, moronic statement to make. It was like she was trying to act. She was trying to um, act like I was the governor of South Carolina and I was business friendly and I know what it's like and how. So it was kind of trying to be an attack on DeSantis about being business friendly without going against corporations, but at the same time trying to act like she was governor of a non-woke state. And it was such a hashtag fail, but it was so symbolic of why the Republican Party, why we're in the state that we're in, because we've got this kind of weak blank a crap coming out of the mouths of Republican establishment. They don't want to go. They want to run dim light. They only want to run on the economy and low taxes and low business friendly crap. They don't want to deal with the, with the, the cultural Marxist situation. But that's not going to save the country. It's not going to save the country. And you're not going to win with that. Dem Light never wins. Here's a comment that Fox Business Network's Kennedy said, and this is an example of an area that he needs to confront. Clip one. Uh, but he didn't completely botch the COVID response, and I think that is the former president's biggest Achilles heel. Uh, I'm surprised that that more people who don't want to see him uh, reassume office haven't been talking about that. But what's interesting about this clip is she doesn't say... She says he didn't entirely botch it, but then she says it's his COVID response was his Achilles heel. And I think that the, the challenging thing for Trump is that conservatives are like, we don't like that he backed the lockdowns. We don't like that he, that he backed masks and he did Operation Warp Speed. Um, and he was angry at states like Georgia that for reopening, but the hardcore lefties are like, he didn't go, he, he, he didn't go far enough, even though we followed everything Fauci said that he should do. Um, but I think that what he needs to do, and this is my opinion, is the information is out there. There's no denying that the lockdowns didn't work. There's no denying it should have never happened. There's no denying that masks don't work. There's no denying Donald Trump that you didn't save 25 million lives with Operation Warp Speed and but for the shots 25 million people would have died. Those shots are admittedly not stopping anybody from getting COVID and not stopping anybody from giving COVID and that the numbers have shown that not in, in addition to the adverse events, the myocarditis, the clots that are killing people, the high number of deaths, that the high number of hospitalizations at this point and people, the highest numbers of people getting severely ill and dying from COVID is from those who've gotten the shots. That's a fact. And so what I think he needs to do is I think he needs to pivot, stop the nonsense and say, in hindsight, come to find out we didn't need the lockdowns, but I trusted the scientist who came to me. I'm supposed to trust these people, right? Isn't this what everybody told me to do? Trust the science? Fauci was the one who said, and so I followed that, that he was science. I followed the scientist, and you know what? I shouldn't have. And when it became clear to me that they were pulling the wool over people's eyes, um, you know, I, I should have gone in a different direction. Do you, th- do you think he will at some point? I think that if there's debates, he might be forced to. That's one of the reasons why I wanted debates is iron sharpens iron. And I wanted him to be forced to forced to answer to the public. And he may not. He may try try to continue to double down. 
in which I mean, it's his it's his nomination to lose. And if he gets up there and he's and 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 this is why I wanted our RFK Jr. in there, although they're not going to let him debate is because he also forces that the legacy media or would force the legacy media to run clips of people questioning these lockdowns and these shots and these masks. You know what RFK should do, actually, RFK should come out each and every day. And it seems like he's the type of person that would and say, you know what? I know you're not scheduling any debates, but we need to have one and if not this is why you're not having it yeah i'm gonna take a break we come back we got more to chat about i'm gonna read a couple emails that i've gotten and your calls 888-344-1170 what do you think should we all just coalesce around trump do we need to have debates are you still pro-trump are you looking at desantis 888-344-1170 you're listening to the andrea k show on the answer san diego welcome back to tonight's andrea k show we don't have a whole lot of wins right in uh the the war for this nation right now and when we get a win as a republic we need to celebrate it and you know what was been probably one of the greatest wins we've had in this cultural war we we are at a nation one of the things trump needs to do in his in his ads against the biden administration and the democrats which i don't know that he will is um start mentioning and pushing back against the insanity of this country with its transgenderism being pushed at every aspect of society most importantly how it's being pushed on children they're being mutilated i don't know that he will i don't know if people remember that back many years ago uh, when he was still uh, the owner of the miss universe pageant he agreed to have a man uh compete as a woman in Miss in the Miss Canada pageant as part of the Miss Universe. That needs to happen because this is the Trojan horse that will destroy this nation. And as the most pro life president we've ever had, he should be he should be speaking out on behalf of children and what's being done to them. In addition to that, we've got a Republican Party. So Bud Light, so speaking of successes we've had, there's been the saying go woke, go broke, but that hasn't been nothing really just a saying until Bud Light. And after Bud Light decided to use a man dressed up as Audrey Hepburn in uh, Breakfast at Tiffany to try to hawk their Bud Lights during March Madness, they have been financially crucified. I mean, they're not taking a hit. They've been demolished. And who's stepping in to rescue them? The Republican National Committee, the RNC. Benny Johnson is tweeting out a picture that he got from somebody undercover from an RNC event. Um, where did it go? And he says, breaking. Insider just sent me photos of Bud Light proudly being served at the RNC spring meeting. Bud Light is facing a massive, successful nationwide conservative boycott for featuring anti-woman activist Dylan Mulvaney in an ad. RNC remains oblivious and spiteful to their ba- to their base. Yeah. And this is why I think one of the reasons why little things like this, this is why 2024 is really not looking too good. No, it's not. It's not. And it also, and it was Don Jr. at the height of when this was going and we were getting momentum to push back against this. It was Don Jr. who came out with videos saying we need to back off Bud Light because they've been donating to Republicans and this and this and this. And I said, I don't care. 
I'm supposed to be okay with an American brand shoving this insanity in our faces because they gave money to a Republican? I'm not on the take like you are, Don Jr. and the Trump family. And let me tell you, Trump, he's gone left. He's gone left because of DeSantis. And that's different from when he was in 2016. In 2016, he was attacking the other Republican contenders from the right. In other words, he was he was coming at them from a far more conservative position. And now in order to beat DeSantis, he's gone left. And the RNC has clearly been left. What explanation could there be for the RNC? Then then I mean, what else do you need to know that they're not serious about winning anything? All they're serious about is amassing power and money. They're okay with second place. Absolutely. They're okay with being the controlled opposition because they're in on it. That's what this should tell you. They're in on it. You know who else is in on this insanity? Maybelline. You would think that Maybelline would learn, right, from what happened to Bud Light. Although, um, at least with Bud Light, maybe this is a little bit different. I started to say maybe it's better because Bud Light is drank by men and women, um, but mostly men, so that was really stupid for Bud Light. But shouldn't it be equally, if not more stupid, for Maybelline to hire Dylan Mulvaney because your base is women? Your customers are women, and you've hired a man as a spokesperson? What woman would embrace this? What woman's going to go out and buy makeup sold by a male spokesperson who, who dresses up like seven-year-old kids, who's, who's some kind of emotionally unhinged pervert who reportedly does videos of his genitals. This, you think this, this is going to you know, ha- have somebody go out and buy your mascara? I don't buy Maybelline anyway. But now I'm really not going to buy Maybelline. The attacks by the left against women, there should not be one woman Part of what this, what this, and by the way, part of what this Trump case is about is about reviving the same old allegations against Trump that he's, that he hates women. And that's part of the Ron DeSantis thing right now, including Jenna Ellis. She's not worth my time. I'm not going to spend any more time talking about Jenna Ellis. Um, but Trump needs to get serious about winning. He needs to go back to being the non-establishment candidate. And he needs to go back to America first. There is nothing about America, Donald Trump, nothing about American greatness, make America great again, that involves grown men dressing up like women. He should really do a double check, too, on who he surrounds himself with. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if he doesn't have... His family's not helping him out. No. There was a meme going around today saying, I voted for this, Donald Trump, and what I got was this, and it was pictures of Jared Kushner for three years and then Fauci. So it's time for, for him to get some tough love from some people to, to give him better guidance and better direction. Because Yeah, as, we want the best for him and for the country. Somebody asked today on Twitter, if he was to admit mistakes and say he would do things differently, would he be the guy to lead this country? Yes! Absolutely! Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Financial Thought Doctor, the GOP House, has reached a deal regarding the debt ceiling. Joe Biden says he don't want anything to do with it. And you know what? Neither did Andy Biggs today or Matt Gates. We got to talk about it. And we will after the break. Three 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.